Dad Podcast, a conversation where you join David and Reese at the table as they talk about the many questions of life, whether you're in the car, at the gym, or just distracting yourself from being productive. Why don't you pull up a chair? We're glad you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hey Dad Podcast, where you join us at the table as we talk about the many questions of life. Uh, I'm Reese. And I'm David. And he is my dad. And we're going to go ahead and jump into this conversation with the question of the day. So here it is. What is an app that you wish existed and would be a faithful user of if it did? Because we've all had it before where it's like, how is there not an app for fill in the blank? Yeah. What would you say? Gosh, you may have to go first on this one. I, I'd have to really think about that. Oh, I got one oh, right off the top of my okay, head. Okay, go. Go for it. It might help me come up with something. <clears throat> I would love if there was an app that helped you keep track of all your adulting responsibilities. Mm. This, is, this is what I mean. I remember you telling me that you used an app that told you when in the year to use certain products on your lawn. So it'd be like, oh, this season's coming. So, you know, put this in there for the ants or put this in there so that, you know, the grass can grow back thicker or to kill the weeds. Mm-hmm. It reminded you of all those things. And I think it would be really cool if there was like a, an app that had all the things that you needed to be able to have a successful adult life. By that, I mean like, hey, tax season's coming up. Here's a list of CPAs, you know, or hey, uh, insurance season you know like the prices are x amount low you know here are some great policies that you could start out with or just keeping track of stuff around your house you know do you have your own housing unit uh if so then do you have a central air conditioning unit you click yes and then it helps you keep track of when to change your filter and get it serviced Mm -hmm. and you just pick what you want to be reminded about and it'll have like a little maybe you can import it into google calendar or something and then boom you can keep track of all these different things that nobody really teaches you. You yeah. just kind of got to learn by not doing it for a long time and then something breaking. And then you just kind of learn how to do it. It'd be cool if up front you had an app to keep track of all those things. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a that's a great idea. Um, just to, like you said, like things like a new filter. Yeah. Or, or like for me, it wasn't until recently... Uh, just a few years ago, I figured out, oh, you're supposed to clean your washer and dryer. Mm-hmm. You kind of just, oh, they stay clean, don't they? Because I wash clothes in them. <laughs> yeah. And and getting a front loader, everyone's like, oh, you've got to. And so, you know, I, I do that now. But it's mm-hmm. one of those things, if you don't know, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I would kind of agree with that. And I like the idea of um, having something like that. I remember your mom and I, Years ago, used to be a part of a thing. I don't know if it's still around anymore, but it was a person who would go through and they would find all the sales Mm. on the grocery stores in your area Mm -hmm. and tell you what are the loss leaders at each grocery store. And it's the stuff the grocery store purposely puts on sale at a price they're not going to make money of to get you in the store. Mm. So she would tell you, okay, this store has this and this on sale. That store has that and that on sale. Now, it just depends on your budget if you have time to drive around, which right now gas prices, you wouldn't want to do that. You'd but, lose money anyway. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, things like that. I love things that do the thinking for me mm-hmm. that I don't have to do that. Yeah. Um, so to me, it's any app that, like you said, tells you, hey, it's time to do this. Yeah. It's time to do that. Where you can just let it go. 
That's why I'm such a big fan of Evernote, because anything I put in there stays in there. Mm-hmm. Now, finding it sometimes can be a hassle, a so I, I try to organize it, but but I know it's there. So I can just do a keyword search mm-hmm. and, and find stuff. Um, so yeah, things like that, I think, are where I think apps and, and programs like that are at their strongest, to where oh, you yeah. don't have to think. Like, I, I stayed recently at a house, a uh, little Airbnb, but mm-hmm. I didn't have my Alexa to tell me, you know, what's the weather today? Yeah. You know, what, what what's the weather tomorrow? I actually had to look it up on my phone. And it was like, Tragic. how inconvenient is this? <laughs> Alexa should just tell me this. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I think things like that would be a good thing. Yeah. And the advantage of stuff like that being an app is it can be changed over time. Exactly. Because the issue is like, let's say you write an adulting guidebook. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be really great for the next like two years. Yeah. But then once everything changes, sorry. Yeah. You know, like if you wrote a book on adulting pre-COVID, it'd be pretty irrelevant in a lot of areas now. Yeah, it would be. That's true. That's a good point. But if you have an app, you yeah. just make those just adjustments. Update. Mm-hmm. You just you just update it. So that that was my thought. Yeah, I think that's good. So the last few weeks, we've been talking about adulting, and mm-hmm. we've we've officially finished that series now. We're moving on to what I think is something that's very important and kind of a hot topic today because uh, it's pretty prevalent in our society, and that is dealing with stress. Yeah, uh, Stress is something that people talk about a lot. Oh, man, I'm so stressed. Oh, I'm so busy. I'm so, you know, all this stuff. And, and, you know, anxiousness is at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of stuff where stress is at the forefront of our minds. And ironically, that's stressful. Yeah, <laughs> so it is. <laughs> one, one, of the, one of the first things I want to do with you uh, as we go into this new series on how to deal with stress mm-hmm. is to kind of remove the stigma of stress. Yeah. Uh, let, let's understand what stress actually is mm-hmm. before we really jump into it and try and tackle it. Because I think sometimes we just are like, stress, I don't like this. How do I get rid of it? And then we Google it and that stuff doesn't work and then we get more stressed. Yeah. So let, let's try and do a deep dive mm-hmm. into what stress really is. So could you kind of give me maybe something about stress, like a, a good definition? You know, what are some things that people miss? What are some things that exist in stress that people don't think about? Yeah, to me, I think the key in the beginning is to understand that stress is normal. It's not mm. It's not new to our world. Like, smartphones didn't make us stressful. Mm. They may accentuate it in different ways. Um, like, we don't have the same stress as they had 100 years ago, mm-hmm. 200 years ago. But they had their stress. You know, if you lived, you know, if you lived Little House on the Prairie, your stress was, are we going to have food? Yeah. You know, our stress is, what restaurant am I going to go eat at tonight? Mm. And that can be stressful. You know, it's like, do I want Chinese? Do I want this? Do I want that? We have different stress, but it's all stress. And stress is really something humans have had throughout history. Yeah. No matter where you're at in history, they've had stress. So I don't think it's it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. What we have to do is learn how to manage it. But it's 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 a good thing because stress is a part of life. And stress helps us because it helps us to do a lot of things in our life. If we didn't have stress, mm-hmm. we wouldn't grow. Right. And so I think we have to understand that just because you're stressed doesn't mean you're doing things wrong. 
Mm-hmm. Now, if you're overstressed, that could be something. Mm. But I think stress in and of itself is normal. When yeah. you go to school, you have the stress of grades. Right. You have the stress of, of okay, what's going to happen in relationships can be mm. very stressful. Um, but it forces you to grow in those things. Yeah. I think you're right. And I like what you said just a second ago about how stress isn't new. Mm-hmm. Stress isn't something like... I think sometimes we think, oh, people didn't understand what real stress is, but now we got all these things we got to keep track of. And that's yeah. that's real stress. When you had a point like previously, how stressful would it be to fight for survival? Yeah. To where every time you get to harvest, you're like, are we going to make it this year or are we going to starve to death? Mm-hmm. Like that's the question in your mind. Yeah. Failure equals death. You know, that's pretty stressful. Yeah, you know? it is. A little more stressful than, than you know, what am I going to eat tonight? from my refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. And and it's not that we're negating the stress of today, but it but it's not new. No. You know, stress I, I think there's an assumption in every generation that, well, we're the people who are dealing with the real stress. Yeah. But the truth is, you know, kind of like it says in the book of Ecclesiastes, there's nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. The same stuff we get stressed about today is a reflection of the same stuff people got stressed about thousands of years ago. Are we going to have money? Are we going to have food? Are we going to have clothes? Are we going to make it? Are we going to be safe? Yeah. These are the very same things that you know we are dealing with today, but they've been that way for thousands of years. Yeah, and that's what we have to understand, that we're not at the pinnacle of stress. We're just normal human beings. We yeah. have different toys that we have or don't have that mm-hmm. add stress to our life. But, you know, the people in the 1800s had different toys than the people in the 1600s who had different toys than the people in the 1400s, but they all had their own levels of stress. Yeah. You know, now that you mentioned what you said about somebody having natural stress when it comes to grades and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. I think we've mixed up the definition of stress as being worry. We think of worry and stress mm. as being the same thing. Yeah. And I don't think they are the same thing. Uh, like, I, I think of a muscle. Like, whenever you break down a muscle when you're working out, mm-hmm. that puts stress on the muscle. It creates yeah. those little micro tears in your, in your muscle. And eventually, once you rest, it builds itself back up stronger. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, if you never use the muscle, what happens to it? Yeah. It falls apart. Uh, you know, a lot of people, a lot of the reasons that people pass away when they retire is because they just stop doing anything yeah. and the body just falls apart. There's a certain amount of stress that is healthy in the same way it is for your muscles physically. Mm-hmm. There's a certain stress that's good for you mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And it's not the same thing as worry. Yeah. Worry no, it makes me makes me think of Wally. Mm-hmm. You know, the people didn't have to do anything. Yeah. So what happens? They turned into big tubs of goo. <laughs> it's true. Who couldn't do anything. Uh-huh. And and I think there's a point to that, that we need stress. Yeah. As uh, Like you said, our bodies, like your muscles don't grow, your bones. Like as people get older, they actually encourage weightlifting mm-hmm. for older people just because of the development. It yeah. helps their bones stay strong, their their bodies. Yeah. And I think we have to look at stress. I like that, that stress and worry are not the same. Because I, I think you're right. I think we tend to loop them mm-hmm. together. And because I'm stressed, we or because I'm worried, we think that's stress. And right. it's not. It's a different thing. Yeah, because Jesus says, 
do not worry about anything. Don't mm-hmm. worry about tomorrow and what it'll bring. Today has enough troubles of its own. Yeah. Now, Jesus yeah. isn't saying you're never going to go through anything uncomfortable. In fact, a little bit later in the book, he says, in this world, you will have trouble. Yeah. But take heart, I've overcome the world. So mm-hmm. worry and trouble are not the same things. Yeah. Worry is kind of this mental response of like ruminating over the same thing over and over again. Whereas stress, it can lead to worry. Yeah. But it doesn't have to. Stress yeah. is just a natural part of living a life that has, that takes effort. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a good way to put it. Stress is part of living a life that takes effort. Well, and I think for people, they need to separate. Am I really stressed or am I worrying? Yeah. That's because true. I think a lot of people say, well, I'm, I'm feeling so stressed. Well, no, they're actually feeling worry. Right. They're holding on to things mentally. Yeah. They don't need to be. Yeah. And there is, and I think for a lot of people who are overstressed, I think really a lot of it is worrying. Mm-hmm. They're overthinking things. They're they're trying too hard um, on things. And today we have, we, we have a complicated society. Mm-hmm. It's not as hard. Like we don't have to live survival. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not out killing the animal we're eating that night. Right. We can go to the grocery store and buy it. Right. Now, prices are going up, which is stressful for everybody. But, you know, we don't have that type of stress, but we have our own type of stress. Right. And we have to look at it and be like, okay, one is not better than the other. It's just life. It's just the mm-hmm. way it is. And, and it's, it's a different kind of effort. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, back in the time where you had to go get your meal. Yeah. That's that's a kind of stress of like, I got to go make this happen. Yeah. Whereas ours is almost a kind of fatigue, maybe would be a good way to put it, a mental fatigue. Yeah. Like I remember not too long ago, we were talking about how in the grocery store, there's so many options, you know, or earlier when you mentioned restaurants, you yeah. know, there's, yeah, okay, do I want to do Chinese, Thai, Korean? Uh, do yeah. I want to just do barbecue? Well, maybe I want to do a buffet. Well, do I want to do a buffet or do I want to get something to order to go? Hmm. Yeah. You know, like there's 7,000 options. Or like you go to the store and you're like, I want cereal. There is literally a whole aisle mm-hmm. that is just different kinds of cereal. Yeah. So like with so many decisions you have to make every day, there's a whole thing, a field of study right now on decision fatigue. Mm-hmm. To where some people are purposely limiting their number of decisions so they're not as stressed. Yeah. You know, like that that is a different kind of thing because you can. You end up worrying. You end up worrying about, hey, what am I going to choose? Is what I'm going to choose going to be the right thing? Yeah. Is it going to be, you know, is this cereal going to be better than that cereal? Yeah. Well, you waste a lot of your brain power yeah. on things that really aren't that important. Yeah. That's what I, I read an article one time about Steve Jobs, yeah. how he wore the same thing every day yep. so that he didn't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, he just had, you know, 15 of everything, mm-hmm. probably more for him, but so he could just wear the same thing. He yep. didn't have to sit there and think, what am I going to wear today? Yep. And it just took one less thing off his brain. And it's not actually a bad thing. I'm not saying go out and do that, mm-hmm. but it's not a bad idea. No. And I think sometimes we assume that adding more options is better. Yeah. More options is better mm-hmm. or more stuff. You know, yeah. we have this kind of consumerist mentality of like more equals better. Yeah. And in some areas it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it's a little bit less stressful to choose an item at a restaurant when there's only three things. Yeah. 
versus when there are 37 things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like you go to Cheesecake Factory and it's got an encyclopedia as the menu. Yeah. You're like, oh my goodness. And even the cheesecakes, you're sitting there going, okay, do I want this one? Do I want that one? Where if they had like four, Mm -hmm. it'd be a whole lot easier. Yeah. And and it's, once again, stress is just effort. That's really all stress means. You Mm -hmm. have to put effort forward. Yeah, it does. And when there's 37 things, it requires more effort to filter through than when there are three. So stress isn't a bad thing. Like, man, I thank you, God, that there are grocery stores where I can go and have the struggle of picking a kind of cereal. Exactly. Right. Thank you, Lord, for that. Yeah. But worry. Worry is a mental habit Mm -hmm. that is not productive. I think that's why Jesus said, you know, do not worry. Because he said, who by worrying can add an hour to your life or an inch to your height. You can worry about being your height, but are you ever going to get taller from that? Is it going to fix it? No. You can Mm -hmm. worry about the price of gas. You know, over here, gas is uh, almost $4.50, which just to give you some context about that, gas has never been $4 Mm -mm. my entire life up until these past couple months. Yeah. Like once it, if it gets over three, you're like, whoa, what's happening? You know, but four fifty. Now I can worry about that. Yeah. Is that going to change the price of gas? No. 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 But there is the stress of having to pay for it because you have to put forth effort yeah, to get the money to put it in the car. You start thinking, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Working from home again? It's yeah. a whole different yeah. reason to quarantine. I know. No, no. People are going to quarantine just so they don't have to buy gas. Yeah. But, but I like what you said, though, that worry and stress, like stress is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Now, you, like you said, there can be overstress. Yeah. And as we continue on later into this series, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about different aspects of stress because it is a reality. So we do want to learn how yeah. to handle it the right way. Yeah. But we don't want to necessarily think that every bad thing is from stress. Exactly. You know, most of the bad things are probably from worry more mm-hmm. than stress. Yeah. But we do want to handle stress healthy because... The better you handle your stress, you're probably going to be less likely to worry. That's true. And and there is a certain amount of stress. Like we just want you guys to recognize because, I mean, this is a revelation for me. Stress is not always a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Because like, for example, when I graduated from high school, went to college in Dallas, didn't know anybody at all. You know, I just went to a completely new place that was stressful. Because you just are like, all right, time to build friendships with complete strangers. I don't know anybody within hundreds of miles. You know, that's a stressful thing. Mm -hmm. But when you push through that stress, it it built some different people skills and some different independent Mm -hmm. skills. Like it resulted in a lot of good for me. And it's the same way in our lives. Just because you get a job and the job makes it to where you're busier than you were in the past doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side. You can't, there is, there is such a thing as too much. Yeah. They're just like with your muscles. If you exactly. work out super hard every yeah. single day and never take rest days, mm-hmm. you're actually going to get weaker. Yeah. Because you're stressing. Yeah. They'll get overstressed and fatigued. Yeah. And it's the same thing with you as a person. And so as we continue into the series, uh, there's going to be three more weeks and we're going to be giving you guys some practical tips on like, okay, how do I handle stress? Well, mm-hmm. how do I avoid worry? And how do I uh, be able to live a life that when stress hits me, it doesn't take me out? Yeah, that's good. It's not just a bad thing. It can be something that makes me stronger, Mm -hmm. just like with the muscles. 
What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. (laughs) You're welcome for that. Okay, so let's jump into the question of the day. Uh, So this first one, uh, I think probably has to do, like we've been talking about finances the past couple weeks, so it's probably inspired by that. And it says this, I'm looking to make some extra money over the summer. Any ideas for a good summer job or side hustle? Um, I would say a lot of it depends on where you live yeah, and what opportunities you have. Um, this is probably someone who may be a college student, you mm-hmm. know, because it's over the summer. So I would say just see what's available in your sphere of influence. You know, who do you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to people, ask people. A lot of places are desperate for workers now. Right. And if you go to them and say, hey, I'm, I'm here for two months, a yeah. lot of places will hire you. Yeah. You know, and give you all the work you need. Um, side hustle wise, you know, if, if you're living in an area that has some like touristy places, things like that, a lot of times they hire, you know, students to do things. Uh, yard care places can yeah. always use workers and you can make pretty good money. A lot of things. It's hard work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, construction, things like that. Um, I say just start looking, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's going online, talking to people. I think that's the key. Don't just sit and think, where are all the jobs? Yeah. You know, most restaurants have a sign up, we're hiring. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just in the grocery store the other day. They're hiring. Mm-hmm. In fact, they're advertising how much they're paying, what they want. You know, a lot of these places you can go in and say, hey, you know, I can give you this much time. And they'll, they'll take it just to have some workers. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. And I think uh, before you kind of jump into the summer job, it'd be good to ask yourself a, like a, the question of, am I wanting something that I can pick up for the summer and leave permanently and just never have anything to do with again? Because mm-hmm. if so, like like you said, taking care of lawns, working at a restaurant is a great option. Yeah. Uh, if you want something that you can make into like, hey, I want to learn some skills that I can turn into a career down the line, that's a little bit of a different question. Yeah. Because like if you love working with your hands and there's a construction place and there's like a guy who's really good at what he does, maybe shadowing him will not only get you money, it'll get you knowledge in mm-hmm. the area that you want to grow in. Knowledge. <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> you know what I like more than my Lamborghini? <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> I don't get that, but it was very funny. Hey, some of them might. Some of them might. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I would say is if you're wanting to make a side hustle, something that you can do long term, look at what you love. Look mm-hmm. at skills that you naturally have, things that you naturally like. Um, for example, for me, a side hustle that I'm looking at right now, I haven't decided fully if I'm doing it or not, but a side hustle I'm looking at is making videos. I enjoy making videos. So I'm looking at getting into like wedding videography. And that's a very good side hustle because you get to pick what weddings you do. You get mm-hmm. to, you know, do the editing on your time and stuff like that. So it's a great option because it's something I enjoy. Yeah. Like if you don't like doing videos, don't do that. But there's other options that are like that, that you can choose. So look at what you love and uh, use that as kind of a guide. Yeah, to kind I of think that's really forward. good. Um, Okay, so next question, Uh, also having to do with the money stuff. My wife and I are struggling with money right now, 
how can learning about our money personality help us? Because I, I remember last week we talked about money yeah. personalities. Yeah. So they're probably looking at, okay, what are the benefits of learning our money personalities? How's that actually going to be useful besides being able to just say, oh, I do this? Yeah. I think really with every couple, every couple usually has strengths and weaknesses in money. Yeah. And when you learn your money personality, you don't put the jobs in the hand of the person who's not that good at it. Mm. You know, um, like one person is usually a better budgeter, keeping up with the pennies. And then one person's usually a little more free spirited. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's common. I mean, it's, there's different variations. But you don't want the person who's not into the pennies actually doing the checkbook or going through the accounts online, right. making sure that all your stuff is coming out right. You know, because you may set up all bank drafts, but you want to make sure they're not taking out more than they need to, things like that. Right. If someone hates doing that, they don't like the details of that. Well, they don't need to be in charge of that. Right. And you say, well, there's just the two of us and we both hate it. Well, maybe one of you hates it least than the other. <laughs> or it's just <laughs> who doesn't just stink at it. You know, like like someone just maybe okay with it. Yeah. And the other person is just terrible at it. Yeah. Well, you don't put the terrible person over it. Yeah. And it's it's mainly just because when you do that, then there's a lot less stress in the home. Mm -hmm. And now a budget is something both should come up with. Right. Because a budget is where you'll get into the arguments. And I think any couple who doesn't have a budget is actually, speaking of stress, more stressed because they don't know. Where's the money going to come from? Where's this? What do we owe? How much do we owe? Where a budget helps you have it in front of you. Now, that may right. be hard. You may not want to look at it. Yeah. But but it's the reality. And it keeps that reality there, which is good. Mm -hmm. So I think when you learn your personality, you can kind of put people into the different places of who does what better than the other. Yeah. I think you're totally right about that. And I think it, it helps you learn what your strengths and weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, for example, it wasn't until, like I talked about this a little bit last week, but it wasn't until I actually heard about like the four money personalities that was at the EXO marriage conference that I learned, like I look to money for more security. Yeah. I want to know that there's money in the savings account just in case. Yeah. I want to know that there's insurance just in case. I like to have that. Yeah. Versus like my wife looks at money more as an opportunity to give mm -hmm. and to enjoy doing things. Yeah. And it's not that one of those is better. Mm -hmm. They're both important. Yeah. But I got to learn from myself, okay, I got to watch myself because my brain is going to want to put every spare penny in the savings account. Yeah. Whereas her brain is going to want to put every spare penny eating out. Yeah. And so we got to talk about that. Mm -hmm. We got to see, all right, how, how much do we want going towards each thing? Uh, okay, so final question. Somebody's looking for a new show to binge and they want some recommendations. So uh, what what you're saying? What's your what's your summer binge recommendation? Um, well, of course, any anime show. Um, don't don't steal my answer. Is a good one. But um, lately, actually, I've been watching. I got a subscription last year to a app on my Apple TV, BritBox, mm -hmm. and so I've been watching different shows on that. Father Brown is one of my favorites. Classic. Um, it's a good, clean murder mystery, mm -hmm. whodunit. Yeah. And then I just watched one the other day. Um, I'm not, I don't know if I can say it right. Meg, Megre, Megre, M-A-I-G-R-E-T. It's about an English 
uh, detective who's working in Paris oh. or in France. And, and so it's really unique, and it's set like in the 1950s, hmm. and, and he smokes a pipe. Ah. So he's, he's, it's funny, everybody smokes in the show. So I guess they're, they're going with what they did in the time. Yeah. And I was just like, does everybody smoke? And I guess they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but he's always got a pipe, and he's figuring things out. And I uh, just watched the first one the other day. It's a really good one. Now, you have to get BritBox, which that may not be your thing. But, but those are things that I've been watching lately. Yeah. Okay. Um, obviously, my answer is going to be anime. <laughs> I'm going to give you two recommendations. Uh, one, My Hero Academia. I think it's a great starter for people who are interested in seeing, all right, what's the anime genre all about? Yeah. It didn't get too much into the weeds. It's not too long, like One Piece. So uh, that's a good one. Now it is five seasons, uh, but man, it goes by quick. And so I, that's that's probably one of my top recommendations. If you want to do something that's a little bit shorter, a little bit different, uh, there's a show called Haikyuu. And it is about volleyball. It is a volleyball anime sports show, which you would think to yourself, because I did. Yeah. Man, that's going to be lame. It's volleyball, animated volleyball. Nope, you're wrong. It's actually really, really intense and fun and cool. And it and, teaches you a lot about volleyball. Oh, it, a ton. Yeah. I had no idea. It teaches you all the positions and stuff. Yeah. You learn about it, man. You do. But uh, it's a really fun one. So I highly recommend that one. And it's only two seasons. Yeah. So it's not super long. So... I guess those would be the binge suggestions. I guess those are good binge suggestions. But thank you guys so much for joining us on the Hey Dad podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to send them to us on Instagram or email us. Uh, You guys have a great day. Thank you for joining us on the Hey Dad podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, subscribe so you don't miss any new content. We'd also love for you to rate and leave a review and help us get the word out to more people. If these talks are making your life better, we ask that you share them with someone else. If you have any questions for us or anything going on in your life you want an opinion on, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at questions at heydad.us or send us a message on our Instagram page at the Hey Dad Podcast. Join us next week. We'll have a chair waiting for you.